0: heels hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another week of the heels of wrestling brought to you by baseline times i am your host marcus merton what up and this week with me i've got my man bobby bobby what up what up what up and adam is with us as well what up adam
1: hello marcus thank you for that lovely introduction you're very
0: welcome very welcome all right so this week in the booth we've got our review of WWE Backlash
1: 2018. Boo! Let me just say the name, the graphic of this pay-per-view was very appropriate. Because it had a giant L in it, which stood for loser. Because everyone who yeah. watched and participated in this pay-per-view was a loser.
0: Yeah, hey, man, this, this, this thing was a train wreck. It, it just dived off-rip. It was very, well not off-rip, but you know. It's you a watch. very sharp <laughs> plunge.
1: If you only watched Seth versus Miz and then turned it off, then that would have
0: been just fine. Honestly, yeah.
2: Oh, by the way, Adam, what was the what was the main event?
0: Oh yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the main event, as it turns out, was Samoa Joe and Dan and uh Roman Reigns. And you know one everyone
1: walked out. They agreed with me.
0: I mean I'm not I wasn't happy about it, I just saw it happening. I mean, you're not happy the most, about The most
2: disrespectful way. thing was that AJ Shinsuke wasn't even second to last. No, it
1: wasn't. They need to have like a cool down match in between because everyone's too too dumb to be able to handle two back to back main event type matches. So you got that's have, true. You got to have the popcorn match, bathroom break match.
0: So we need to leave before Roman gets here. Match. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's start with the pre show because I thought the pre show match was actually pretty good. Bailey versus Ruby Riot.
2: I liked the match. I was surprised that no one was out there with Bailey.
0: Yeah, I think you know they're trying to build up Bailey as I don't know who who knows. But uh Ruby Riot got the victory uh after a riot kick and some interference from you know the right squad. Looks like Ruby's getting a little bit of a push. Small, but it's happening. Yeah, she's got some good wins, but I mean she already lost the title shot on SmackDown. How long until so she gets another on Raw, you know? Raw
1: needs a dominant heel, you know, woman. Because right now it's pretty much just Alexa. I don't know what you're calling Sasha right now. You know, is sort of a face while she's friends with Ronda. So you kind of need a dominant heel. And Alexa's never really been booked as dominant anyway. So giving Ruby a push is a good idea.
2: Alexa was a good heel, but yeah, I agree it wasn't a dominant heel. No, not at all. The the problem you're gonna have is is what female on that roster is gonna beat Nia Jax.
0: That's on the Raw roster right now. Yeah, uh, the, the Riot you Squad. Tell yourself that it's not Ronda. Maybe
1: the Riot Squad if they all like if there's a ref situation they all jump in and attack her and maybe Ruby gets a surprise victory. But I could see Ronda making her. tap. Well, they're both faces right now, so maybe not. Yeah. It's, hard to have a, it's hard to have a sympathetic giant baby face.
2: Yeah, it's a weird. I liked her better when she was like all vicious and mean and shit.
1: Yeah, and it works better because then you can have like a scrappy underdog baby face beat up the, or, you know, come from behind victory over the giant heel. Or a, a
2: surprise roll up or something, or a, a surprise submission out of nowhere.
1: Exactly, exactly.
2: Couple knee kicks. She goes down. There's a submission. Oh my goodness. Can't believe that happened.
1: And the big person is always credible no matter how many times they lose. Like Big Show and Kane are perfect examples of this because even though they both were only champions like twice or three times in their careers, they're always considered to be like big threats because they're huge. That's true. That's true.
2: Sarah yeah. Logan's kind of tall, isn't she? She's like 5'7, five, 5'8. Five,
1: That's the thing with the Riot Squad that I don't like is that. They're all extremely different. Like, what is their common goal? You have, like, to
0: riot, goth
1: goth, Ruby Riot. You have, like, backwoods Sarah Logan, and you have, like, you know, pop star Liv Morgan. And it's like, okay, what, what is, how did you guys get brought together here? They like like
0: rioting. I'm, I'm mad that
2: Let's Start a Riot isn't their theme song.
1: Oh, that would be cool. That's a good song.
2: Yeah, but WWE, WWE ain't ducking out for that. Actually, also, it was you of
1: WWE games at one point, I remember. I think that's how I know it.
2: You know, Liv Morgan is the cheapestly paid wrestler on the main events for WWE right now.
1: On the main roster?
2: Yeah, like she's the lowest. Like, I mean, Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot make like five grand more than her. But like she is the absolute lowest paid person on either Raw or SmackDown.
1: I mean yeah, she's Like three times more than she's making in NXT, I'm I'm sure. So well, probably-
2: I mean, I'm sure. But like when you see someone like, you know, Ronda Rousey, who doesn't have as much wrestling experience as you, making a million dollars, and you're making like seventy grand, doing more shows and same thing, it's it's gotta
0: piss you off. I mean, yeah. well, you're not worth as much. So yeah, no one, no one
1: outside. not even know if people inside WWE would care if Liv Morgan like quit tomorrow versus if ronda quit WWE, like oh fuck what are we gonna do now
2: i mean i get that but i mean That's
1: shit the reason brock lesnar can make 14 million dollars a year or whatever and only show up he's not even gonna be there until SummerSlam, allegedly now so like <laughs> you know whereas seth rollins yeah. is there wrestling four-star matches every week on raw and he only makes like three million only but you know what i'm saying yeah. Well,
2: fuck, Dean Ambrose did all those shows and is, it makes less than that. He makes like 1.5 or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were, I think it was 2016 he wrestled the most matches for WWE. So, yeah, it goes to show you, you know, it's not uh, – Quantity does not matter to them in terms of pay.
0: Nope. Speaking of Seth, on to the next match, uh, one highlight in this this s garbage that WWE pushed to us. Seth Rollins, your Intercontinental Champion – Versus the challenger, the Miz. This was just a great match. Uh, fantastic in-ring work from both Seth and Miz. Uh, ultimately, we had uh, Seth being able to pick up, and uh, I just thought it was just incredible. Great in-ring storytelling, great selling by both sides. But the only
2: problem I had with it was the the ending was very predictable. Like you knew who was going to win.
1: Yeah, same here. They were never going to move the title, but.
2: But I'm besides really, that, the match was great.
1: really impressed with Miz in his work. Because for a while, he was that guy who, you know, he was getting by basically because he's an excellent talker. And he is, no doubt. But I never really looked forward to his matches. But after some of his more recent work, he's definitely shown me he can go in the ring.
2: Well, he's also got to leave now to film the Marine 7 or whatever.
1: Oh, is he I haven't heard that.
2: Yeah, they... they It's him, Becky Lynch, and someone else are going to be in it. I think uh, HBK.
1: Oh, maybe that's worth watching, (laughs) then. I've never seen any of them. I I saw saw Marine 1. That's the only one I've seen.
2: I saw 1 and 2. I gave gave, him his a shot and didn't really like it.
0: Wasn't Randy Orton in one of them? Or like Ted Yossi or something? Yeah, I think so. I couldn't tell you the full cast.
2: Well, I know Randy Orton's in Shooter. That's why he takes time off.
0: <laughs> that might be what you're thinking about or what we're thinking about. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with Miz on SmackDown. You know, he wasn't going to be the IC guy. I'm sure he'll get it back eventually. But now, but, but does he, he get put up, into
2: the um, USA title belt or does he go and battle for the championship? Like what it depends on what what type of push he, he's going to get. I mean, I think he deserves one.
1: I mean, he could be in the main event scene. I, I mean, now that now that you tell me he might be out for a while, that actually makes sense to me because the U.S. title scene is, you know, you have Hardy, Orton, you know, Shelton Benjamin, a couple other people floating around in there.
3: Then It'll you probably,
2: got, I bet you, you Daniel Bryan gets that by the end of the year.
1: On, on the, the WWE title. So, I mean, no really room for Miz right now. I kind of wanted him to align with Big Cass and have that feud with Daniel Bryan. But I could see them stretching that out until WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I think what will happen is Cass and Bryan will do their little thing. And then Bryan will get either the U.S. Championship or he'll be in like the talks to the WWE Championship or something like that. And one way, I mean, they're going to put a belt on Daniel Bryan. They have to. He's too big not to put a belt on. And if anyone's going to beat AJ, it might as well be him. Or or Shinsuke, either however that storyline runs out, I'd be down for Daniel Bryan to fight either of them. It'd be great matches. And gotcha.
1: then Daniel Bryan versus Heel Shinsuke would be a fantastic match. Oh yeah. One of the reasons Shinsuke came to WWE was to wrestle Daniel Bryan, so it's definitely gonna happen sooner rather than later. Well, I'd look
0: forward to it.
2: Alright, <clears> so <throat> now back to the shitty matches. Nia Jack, Celeste Bliss.
0: Yeah, we had your champion, Nia Jax, defending against Alexa Bliss.
1: I mean, this was never Uh, going to be a fantastic match.
0: And it was rough.
1: It's really hard to have a tiny heel wrestle. And the babyface is the one who's like beating up the heel the whole time. And it's just, it's weird. And Nia Jax was the one like being bullied, sort of a strange dynamic they had going on.
0: Just, yeah, I don't. The bullying makes no sense. The match was bad. Like, it, I like Nia, but she, she has no moves. Like, it's like beel toss, beel toss. I heard that so many Samoa times. drop. Yeah,
1: Like drop? Drop somebody on their head by accident. Yeah, I mean, like, she's.
0: She's
2: good. I, she's good. I mean, she's a good, strong, powerful character, but she's not someone you want to see have a belt for a long period of time. It, it sucks to say. They love
1: to have belts on, like, monster people. I just think it would have worked much better if she was still a
2: heel.
0: I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't know, man. She needs some...
2: Well, she's got side plates, so they have to give her time to sell some of those. Otherwise, sh- doesn't really make sense. Got to give her at least, like, a couple months to sell her side plates. Carmel's are selling, like, hotcakes. So, Nia Jax, got to sell some side plates. Keep that belt, baby. Yeah, I guess... Yeah. I, I. I mean you know that's what WWE is about making money offers off of everyone some way or another so if Nia Jax has a popular pull on social media and shit and needs a new product to sell and they give her side plates and they make a shit ton of money off them they'll probably keep the belt on her a little bit longer so they can sell more side plates cause them things are fucking expensive a hundred bucks a pop
1: you have to buy a belt too.
2: I mean, unless you're a previous owner, but yeah, if, I mean, if you're going that route, if you're such an IJAX fan that you want that belt with those side plates, that's, that's a crap load of money. So, I mean, this, this is why I like putting belts on new people, not for the storyline necessarily, but for the financial academic that comes out of it, you know, like, so if some like Carmela, Carmela, you know, not the. Not the strongest following, not the best wrestler in the world, but she's got a little pop. She put a little pop she's in her, her and
1: she's doing some good character stuff right now.
2: Yeah, so I mean, and if she's selling merchandise, making you money, why the fuck not do it?
1: She's gonna make people hate
2: her. Oh, dude, I love Carmella. I don't even know why.
1: She's good at her job, man. At least the non-wrestling portion of it.
2: Even some of her wrestling stuff's getting better, though. I'm not mad about some of her moves. She's
1: her definitely getting better. I just don't think she should be. Well, we wanna move on to that match, I guess. Is that next?
2: Uh no, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton's next.
1: Oh yeah. I was actually really surprised that Jeff went over super clean right here. Beating the Viper one, two, three.
2: I was really expecting his like Swanton to get like a fucking RKO out of nowhere. That's that's what I wanted to see happen. But it but you know, Randy Orton had to lose.
1: I thought they'd do that. I mean, they sort of did it. To, actually, they may have done it. and just wasn't the end of the match that, like, Jeff goes for the twist of fate, and they spin around, and then they end in an RKO. That happened in some of their matches, like, ten years ago. Then definitely did not expect Randy Orton to lose clean. But, it, you know, in those two-phase matches, it's kind of hard to have, a, like, a tricky ending.
2: I mean, it makes sense, though, because, I mean, if he's taking time off to film the shooter again... Everyone that's got other side projects, this is the time they get to take off to do it. So they can't be in a storyline where the champ, unless they're fucking Brock Lesnar.
1: Oh, yeah. After WrestleMania is the perfect, is always the like, let's go away and shoot a movie and take some time off. Plus, Randy Orton's been wrestling for like, well, Jeff Hardy's been wrestling for like 20 years too, but they both got the good schedules now, or should.
2: So after, so uh, in case you guys didn't know, Jeff Hardy won, defeated Randy Orton. And uh, it was 12 minutes. It's not too short, but it wasn't like the longest match in the world either.
1: Yeah, I just did what it needed to do.
2: The next match was real short. Was
1: the next one? Oscar,
2: Daniel,
1: uh, and, uh, oh, Daniel Bryan and Cass.
2: Daniel Bryan and Cass. By submission, Daniel O'Brien did his yes lock submitted so did Daniel Cass in a whopping seven minutes, 45 seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought he would go over. Well, actually, I wasn't sure. I don't remember who I picked. But, uh,
2: I, I think I, was, so, that, I picked Cass because I thought they were going to give him a push again.
1: But, well, you know, he may have been booked to go over until that whole stuff with the, the little person on SmackDown.
2: Well, that was after. That was, was this Tuesday, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind then. I thought that was before the match. Yeah, that was, that was before the match because this week on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan said something like, Daniel Bryan had the match with Rusev.
3: Uh,
1: Cass wasn't on SmackDown this week. I think because of that.
2: So is he in trouble now? Is that what's happening? Is cast like getting fucking shit on, or making fun of a midget and stuff?
1: That was the rumor that like so, they only wanted him to do the boot, and he was advocating for more, and they were like, no, just do the boot, and then like they expressly told him not to do anything else, and then after he did the big boot, he like did like the ground and pound on the little guy. And like no one knew who was gonna do that. So even though they he had talked about it, so it's not like he like just went kinda rogue in the ring. He had been expressly like forbid to do that and then did it anyway. So that's prop speculation as to why he like lost so quickly. And Daniel Bryan pretty much like I don't want say dominated the match, but as much as a five ten guy can dominate a seven foot guy.
2: Well he's like six nine, but whatever.
1: Yeah, but yeah. You know,
2: I don't like they book him as seven feet, but they don't book like, you know, the Undertaker.
1: They they used to book the Undertaker as seven I, feet. I
2: guess they did. They don't anymore though.
1: No, I mean now that it's less like important how tall you are, it seems like the guys who used to be quote unquote seven feet. Like they used to I mean at one point they were booking the big show as like seven two or something. And he's only like six ten. But you know. And they always overestimated his weight too. So they they did that with everybody. I think in WCW he was booked as seven foot four, which is absurd.
2: He was also really skinny back in the day.
1: Oh yeah, he used to be uber athletic.
2: Yeah, you don't see guys
1: like that much anymore. Braun is pretty damn athletic. But for like a kind dude, I mean I don't see Braun doing a kip up. Oh I mean, he did that one time, but he needed help.
2: I mean Braun is pretty athletic and he does some stuff I wouldn't expect someone his size to do. I've
1: been loving him, like sprinting around the ring and slamming into Kevin
2: Owens. Yeah, that was that. That's yet to come, though. That match hasn't happened yet. Next is Carmella versus Charlotte.
1: Yeah, this was. I don't know. I don't like to see. It was a really weird finish. I mean, it's you know, it was overall, it was like a fine match. I like the you know, baby face goes down with an injury type thing. But it was weird to me to see, like, a kick to the back of the leg and then essentially, like, that be the finishing move,
2: I guess. Well, she super kicked her, like, twice, though. Yeah. I mean, like, prior to, but then she did her little move, hurt her knee, and then it's kind of it.
1: It's just, uh, what is Carmella's finisher? Isn't it that weird submission where she, like, pulls on her foot...
2: Balls, like wrapped around their neck Yeah, she did that during the match, didn't she? I'm pretty sure at one point that she broke it up, shot grabbed the bottom rope or something.
1: Yeah, so I mean if she I mean I'd like to see like if she'd you know babyface is hurt, you you know work that body part some more and then maybe like throw it in some other kind of submission, but she doesn't have like an impact finisher, I don't think.
2: I mean, her moves are that whatever she calls that finisher and the super kick, so.
1: has she use the super kick
2: as a finisher? She's used it a couple times.
1: Okay, well. It, to me, you know, it's like if some people are using it as a finisher and some people aren't, it's sort of weird, but I can I can dig the super kick.
2: I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Dolph Ziggler uses a super kick the zigzag and the fucking scorpion splash and all those. He has like fucking five finishers. So I think I, I mean it's nice to see you know people having two that way. There's two different things they could do, like a submission and a, I guess like a, a either a a drop or a kick or a something fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely prefer the multiple finisher type thing. I mean, I know that they like people to have like you know oh, here's your signature, here's your signature, here's the finisher. You got to get all your moves in, but I mean. AJ has, like, three finishers, and she, he's one with Styles Clash, you know, he's one with Phenomenal Forearm, obviously, and he's made people tap out to the calf crusher, you know, not as many times, but it's just right. a good way to make the endings more creative. I kind of wish that a lot of people had, like, that going on.
2: So I'm our like, finishers you know, are the looking. Code of Silence, which is a modified four-figure head scissor, a Melibuster, which is a sit-out face buster. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then a super kick. That's, that, those are our three listed.
1: I feel like I remember her doing the Mellow Buster.
2: It was a parody to Nikki Bella or some shit like that, apparently. That's what it says on the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. She's, she's doing such
2: great stuff
1: on the mic. I'm you know, making her like self really hateable. She's got a very like Miz like quality to her, I feel like. Like great. Plus on. plus she's real hot. Well yeah, that definitely doesn't hurt. Definitely doesn't hurt. She definitely she definitely when she first came on to SmackDown, she was wearing those like really like parachute type pants and she had her entrance music had that really long, like intro and it I think really like killed her momentum before she even came out. But now she's you know fixed her gear and fixed her music. I think she's gonna go a long way.
2: I like what she wears her two piece gear, like she did at I think she did it at Mania, or maybe it be before Mania or something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the leopard print. I think that thing is like a gold seller. But when she had like that two piece gear on, it looked real hot.
1: I just need her to, you know, she keeps wrestling Charlotte keeps wrestling with people like Becky, you know, hopefully she'll pick it up a little more in the ring.
2: Um, So the next match was AJ versus Shinsuke. Uh, Also mm -hmm. terrible disappointment. Long match though. I think it was the longest match of the night.
1: It was fantastic. I, up until the finish and people were saying, you know, I thought it was comparable to the greatest for a rumble match not only in how it was going up to the finish, but also with the finish. And it just, I mean, I think that the finish itself contributed to where it was on the card because if you have this finish as the last match, people would have been even more pissed than they were with Roman.
2: I don't like that it was like a no contest match, but when like Shinsuke did the low blow, it was still like a big deal to the announcers and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess when when you hear there's a no DQ, stipulation you sort of assume that there's going to be a legitimate finish to the match so i think people felt like this was like you know sort of being cheated i guess
2: yeah i mean i i i mean i get the way they're doing it because they want it to extend or him to feud with someone else but i mean when it's a no disqualification match you can low blow the guy right in front of the ref. It does not matter. He does not have to have his back turned. So I don't get why they made like a big deal out of that and had his back turned. The ref wasn't paying attention and he still low blowed him. And it was like, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, the ref must not have seen that. Like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a no DQ match.
1: Yeah. Conor Perry has been not great. Not great. As of late, you know, they make stupid mistakes like that, you know, where yeah, right. It does not matter. You know, between that and the, Debacle at the Greatest Royal Rumble with like the cage match, and then Coach being kind of a generally terrible all week. The commentary is at a at a low point, I think. Besides Corey Graves,
2: yeah, I mean Corey Graves is doing is doing he's picking up the slack for most people. (laughs) Uh, so I
1: mean, I don't know. I mean, this is clearly gonna keep going. This dude is gonna go on to Money in the Bank, and you know, they're, they're I'm hoping that they don't, you know, make everyone sick of it by wrestling like every week. They will. I mean if if they come out with a five star match and money in the bank, I think it's a big enough show where they can finally have like a finish to a match. And uh, I think it will make all the non finishes worth it.
3: If yeah, they I
1: hope so. Right. We'll see. But that's my hope. Shinsuke is doing fantastic work, like him on SmackDown doing the no-speak-English thing is just hilarious to me.
2: I'm, I'm half expecting them to give him a manager, though, now that he's heel. Someone to like to interrupt, do like his little, kind of like Paul Heyman with CM Punk, like that type of shit. I
0: don't know, man. I would be with not I don't want a manager to be with Shinsuke. They don't give, they don't seem like they
1: give anyone managers anymore if they can help it. The only one is like Paul Heyman. He's basically the only manager. And he's only there like, I mean, I guess you have like... Zel- Zelina Vega. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I hear, like, I've heard like backstage that Vince does not like managers.
2: What about Titus O'Neil?
1: Titus is like a... They're like a faction, I feel like. You know, Titus Worldwide. I don't know if I call him a manager.
2: Well, then Dana Brooke.
3: She's the statistician. <laughs> She's there to be there.
2: Yeah, she's there to interfere. She does, like, her little interference pieces. She's
1: She's there to give her something to do. I read
3: that she's the...
1: She's the... What was it? She's the longest running female on the roster who's never had a title shot or something like that.
3: Uh, Televised title shot, yeah. Pretty interesting. I mean, she's never been in a title picture anyway, so...
1: No, because she's she's pretty awful in the ring, I have to say.
3: I mean, she's better than uh, Nia, so...
1: Yeah, but she doesn't have a physical presence. She is like... I feel like she could be like, you know... She looks like she could kick ass. She's just not a great wrestler.
3: Not at all. So all right, so... In next. the dead spot... <laughs> yeah. uh, we got Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman, tag team. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn.
1: I don't understand the point of this match.
3: Yeah, it I happened.
2: Hated. That's all I, that happened. I hated this... Dude, Braun Strowman had, like, such a, a monster push before WrestleMania. And ever since then, he's just been, like, a fucking bullshit match after bullshit match.
1: That's because he needs to be in the title picture, but they can't put him there because, A, Brock isn't here. And, B, Roman has to be the one to beat Brock because Vince.
2: That's, then he should have been part of the trade. They should have put him on fucking SmackDown had him whoop the shit out of AJ Styles and take that belt and fucking run with it.
1: Yep. I mean, this is the biggest problem I have with Roman and Brock is the, like, trickle-down effect of the booking that, like, everyone has to, like, be essentially their purposes to make those other guys look better. You know, it hurts everyone else on the roster This like top heavy feud that they have going on. And it's just it's like a you know, it's like a, a domino effect. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, we need Roman to do this. So this person needs to do this and this person needs to do this and everyone looks like an asshole. Except for Roman, who is not great. Unlike wrong.
3: I just don't get why Braun and Bobby just aren't feuding. Like
1: no oh, yeah, I mean Bobby Lashley should be a heel. I think maybe they made him a face because he left TNA heel and they don't like people to or they don't like to use other people's stuff. And maybe they thought he'd get a giant pop when he came back because he was a return guy. He did not. No, he did not. I mean different music definitely didn't help. If his old music I mean it wasn't great music, but at least you would remember it. It yeah. also made, they didn't let him talk for a month. No. And then when they did let him talk, it's a weird sit down interview about his sisters abusing him.
3: Yeah. They've just made him so, so stupid already. It's very annoying.
1: He should be a freaking monster. I mean, he should be feuding with Ron. He's yep. only, well physically imposing enough right now. Well,
3: the only person he's feuding with is fucking Elias. Well, kinda, because I guess him and Rude are going at it. So
1: yeah, I mean, I made too. we didn't talk about that Elias segment, but I feel like they. Well, did. I was
3: going to say that till the end, so we can leave on a happy note.
1: Oh, okay. That's fine.
3: I mean, I also don't like
1: <laughs> vertical suplex as a finisher. Like, what's up with that?
3: Yeah, stalled vertical suplex. Hopefully, it'll change it.
1: I mean, I think the problem is he was using a power slam, and he can't now because Braun uses it. Yeah. And he did the dominator before, but that was kind of crappy. I don't know what he's um, going to do. have something. Yeah, suplex is not doing it for me. Maybe
3: some type of power bomb could work for him. Yeah, give him the Batista bomb. Batista's on around. Oh, man, that would be some salt.
2: That'd be fucking hilarious.
3: And now... Oh, yeah, Bobby... Your main
2: event of the evening.
3: Bobby and Braun won for the power slam on... I think Kevin Owens, right? Yeah, so that yeah. happened.
2: Yeah,
1: after that, Braun, ma- that, Braun, that match happened. After Braun trucked him on the outside of the ring, which is the best part of the match.
3: That's true. But now we got your main event, Adam, and... It is Roman Reign.
1: Well, I maintain that if AJ Shinsuke wasn't a double nut-tap finish, it probably would have been last, but...
3: Yeah, I maybe. Yeah, that's true.
1: would say that they definitely thought they'd get away with this, and it clearly did not work, because the crowd was chanting, beat the traffic, things of that nature, and they all left. So... I mean, I are right, but I feel like I was vindicated at least. Also, this match was trash.
3: Yeah, it was just so boring. Why was Samoa Joe only using rest holds? I don't know. Why
1: did you start the a whole match? match? Why start a match with like a hot, you know, outside the you know pre bell attack and then transition it into sleeper holds? Is beyond me.
3: It's a very good question. One I have no answers for.
1: And then they do the typical Roman booking where he's getting his ass beat for, you know, the entire match. And then their opponent looks like a chump when they get hit with one spear and get pinned.
2: Yeah. I don't know why they keep putting Samojo into these matches. I Because mean, he talks good.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He's a good worker. And they probably feel like, oh, he's 40, so we're not going to use him very long. Might as well use him to get people over while he's here.
3: Shit, isn't it? Isn't AJ 40?
1: Yeah, AJ's 40 also.
3: Yeah, some other
1: AJ. Yeah. AJ hasn't shown any signs of slowing down, though.
2: None. It's true. His it's phenomenal been... form is always fun to watch.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. He freaking flies through the air like a superhero, man. They always film it from, like, a downward angle, so it looks like he's, like, freaking...
2: 20 <laughs> feet off the air. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, so this match was trash, and I'm sick of Roman Reigns on my TV. I'm
3: just tired of... I hope they really, really take a look at this pay per view and realize how bad it was very quickly. Uh, so
1: I've unfortunately seen, so at one point on Reddit, there was an article posted that said Vince saw this as eye opening and that it will, you know, influence his future, uh, future booking ideas. And then not too far up the page or down the page was an article saying, he viewed it as nothing, and oh, kids had to be in school, and parents had to beat the traffic, and he didn't feel that it was a reflection on Roman. So, I don't know which one of those is true, if either isn't true, but yeah, I hope it's the former because if you could apply that second logic to any pay per view, they're always late, and there always is school the next day, and things
3: like that. So, that's for
2: damn sure. He's probably just worried about the XFL and how there's now a com- competition league or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah, the what? USFL or whatever it is?
2: Yeah, Orlando's getting a team. And That's Steve, Spur- Steve Spurrier. is the coach.
3: Yeah. Oh,
1: there's been some pretty big athletes involved in those. Well, yeah, maybe Vince will leave to run the XFL and let like, Triple H run WWE with Stephanie, who, as long as she doesn't appear on my TV ever. I'm fine with being in the background.
3: Huh. They seem to have Tyson Kidd book everything. Cause Jesus, he's on fire.
1: Yeah, I heard he... Which, what Was it the Seth Miz match that he was the agent? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a great wrestling mind. Too bad that
3: he can't wrestle anymore. Yeah, it's a damn shame.
0: So to close out the show,
3: let's talk about the best segment that wasn't Seth and Miz. Elias' concert being interrupted by everybody. I loved it it was fantastic.
2: Dude, I think Elias is one of the best in the business right now, or at least in the WWE.
3: As far as entertaining, yeah, I'm definitely like there's no, there's no one really up there besides like Miz and a few of the other guys, Braun, Seth. Definitely at the cream of the crop level right now as far as pure entertainment value.
1: The only thing that worries me about this segment is that it makes me think that Vince thinks all these people have like the same gimmick because there's like music involved. It's like, hey, just throw them all out there in, like, one segment. And it kind of makes, like, like the New Day can get away with it because they're always joking around. Yeah. Well, uh, people like Bobby Roode should not be in segments like this.
2: Well, the problem I have is he's a relatively big guy. Like, he's not little. Like, his arms are fucking ginormous. And the fact that he can't go over clean against someone like Bobby Roode is shitty. I mean, I, it's a very typical heel booking, but, dude, there's no way he shouldn't be able to go over clean against Bobby Roode. That, that's, that's just my opinion. Like, if that's the feud they're going to give him, yo, dude, he should be working the fuck out of Bobby Roode.
3: Well, I don't think Elias can wrestle that well.
2: That might be part of it. I mean, that's possible. I haven't really
3: seen a full match. That's, that's probably why. I mean, he, he had a couple full matches. Like his best match by far has been with John Cena, I and like even that wasn't you know a barn burner. I think he's getting better. I was really surprised when they called him up because of that,
1: and I didn't think he'd really go anywhere. And so he's definitely proved me wrong. But he's you know he's he's you know along the same vein as like Liv Morgan and you know Carmella when she came up that they weren't really ready in the ring as much as they were like developed characters. And yeah, iconic duo are kind of like that too. Peyton Royce less, but Billy Case isn't a great worker either. This is true. But like, yeah, you get a guy like Bobby Roode who's been wrestling for you know twenty odd years, and I just feel like that you know they make him go out there in a robe. You know, he's he's dancing around on No Way Jose's music. He's like lifting his robe at people. I'm like, damn it, man! Like you're supposed to be. A cocky, smug heel. Not a friggin' dancing joke. I
3: hate No Way Jose. Yeah, I'm not a
1: fan of No Way Jose either.
3: He'll be the (laughs) way of Fandango in a year. It's not that
1: bad. I think if he went, like, psycho heel, that'd be awesome. But other than that...
3: Well, no, because then it would just be Adam
2: Rose.
1: There was one feud he had in NXT where, like, someone, like, pissed him off. It might have been Austin Aries. And he was just giving them, like, you could see his face go from like super happy to like I'm gonna murder you, and it was great. I can't remember any no Jose matches. No offense to that. Oh, yeah. Not not the actual matches. He he definitely I don't like his like wind-up baseball moves or whatever. He's a low ceiling act, I think, but you never know.
3: All right, so it's up the dance act every once in a while. Guess we'll see how it goes.
1: Oh. Yeah, can the entertaining. Popcorn people.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Dulcig and Jim McCartney, are, when are they going to be tag team champions? It's got to be soon. I oh, hope never.
1: Really?
3: Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to see them as tag team
1: champions. I can definitely see it happening.
3: I like this as a watching Drew, but I don't want to see him as tag team
1: champions. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is in the Money in the Bank match or if they're doing the rumored tag team Money in the Bank match. Then they'll definitely be in that but um, yeah I can, I've i heard that they, they want them to be tagged for at least you know the first couple months so instead of a typical thing where the NXT guy comes up and Dolph has a feed with them and loses they're going to make him partner with them and then they'll turn one of them and then Dolph will feed with that person and, and lose
3: yeah I think it's more like a launch that is dudes already she was already great, so, I mean, he didn't even need it, I don't think. Exactly. Like, giving him the tag team belts for, like, three months wouldn't really do anything for me.
1: I could definitely see them taking them off, Matt and Bray. Were Matt and Bray in on roll
3: this week? Um... Maybe, like, a I don't Bronco really know. I can't remember. I don't think they were. But, I don't know, I think they'll have Bray and um, Matt hold it to at uh, least SummerSlam. Yeah, I
1: and mean, then they seem to be done. Some stuff with that feud too, so for that story. Yeah,
2: she- Sheamus can't really wrestle anymore. He's still like got that like the ge- degenerative tendons or whatever. He got spinal stenosis.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Edge had, I think. Yeah, he's he's definitely wrestling on borrowed time. I'm surprised that he's still even going. And I love to see a Cesaro singles run. Even keep Sheamus around as his manager or something. You know, they can still broke kick people.
3: Yeah, I mean, he'll keep going till I guess, someone said no. Oh, for sure. If no one said no yet.
2: Yeah. I mean, Apparently, he's true. like Triple H's best friend.
3: Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, they probably work out together and a lot.
1: Seamus has, like, YouTube series on workouts.
3: Oh, yeah, what's it called? Like, the Celtic Warrior, right?
1: Yeah, something like that.
3: Yeah. Anyway, the backlash
1: was overall very disappointing.
3: Backlash was basura.
1: looking forward to Money in the Bank. It's not for like five more weeks yet.
3: That yeah, long? Money in the Bank should be
1: good. Already has some qualified Bruce Ev's in it. Baron Corbin, I think, qualified, didn't he? Uh,
3: I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh he's real good. Arcs. I know the
1: Mizby Jeff already to qualify. Yeah. Which Watch. makes they don't have the US champion in the Money in the Bank match.
3: I want The Miz to have that briefcase so bad. He'd be great with it. He's on before. Mm-hmm.
1: I forget who the other Raw person is in the match. Is it Balor?
2: Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, Gets Balor, Getscher, Sherman, Bay- uh, The Miz, and then it's Ember Moon and Charlotte so far on the ladies one.
1: I'd love to see Balor win too, but they like to give it to heels. I think it works better with heels most of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, a babyface isn't gonna cash in like opportunistically either. Although I haven't seen anyone has anyone done like a, hey, I want to challenge you at this place in time for a real match since like Rob Van Dam,
3: John Cena did it to Sam funk Oh yeah, I think so. Probably a lot of time.
1: See, I wouldn't mind seeing a cash in like that nowadays. You know, just like to add a little flavor to it since everyone always does the like wait till the champion gets their ass beat
3: and then run out version I just don't know who I'd want to what face I'd want to have the briefcase right now
1: I mean Daniel Bryan would be you know fantastic with it but they probably don't want him to wrestle a ladder match if he can help it
3: I'd love to see yeah like to, with a briefcase wouldn't be bad that was a so bad idea a day when you have a briefcase mhm Okay, so we'll see. See if picks up some momentum with that briefcase. You never know, man. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm.
2: Dude, Braun's so much can probably reach that thing from the fucking ground. Wouldn't even need a ladder.
3: Oh yeah, Braun's in the
1: match too. I feel like you said about that. Up okay. there. Braun is in the match.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. He
1: is. Yeah, you gotta have that one like big dude in the match to beat people up with ladders.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah, I would not want Braun climbing. too high up.
2: Would make me nervous. The weight distribution probably isn't there for a ladder. Just fall backwards.
3: It was definitely be interesting to see a braun can with the briefcase maybe wouldn't be bad, but it also I feel like they would they would kill it too quickly. Like there's too many fake cash ins, I don't know. I just feel like them with brawn you they just probably overdo it somehow. Yeah, a braun cash in would be sweet. It would, be, it would be hilarious while he's cashing on anybody anytime. Dude, I want
2: like the fake cash-ins. I want like the guy running out pretending to cash it in and then, you know, not actually doing it. That's that's the storylines I like seeing.
3: Well, that's what Carmelo was doing.
2: She did it like twice. No, that was, that was it was two times too many
1: It wasn't her changing her mind. It was like something bad happening and her not being able to
2: actually do it. Yeah, I want like the, the Seth Rollins you know, like running out to cash in and then deciding, no, I'm not not really doing it tonight. That's that's the storyline I want, and I think some, I think Finn Balor could pull that off, but they'd have to give him a heel hook.
3: Yeah, be bad. Can't can't do anything to see. Well, all right, guys. Any a uh, shout out want to give since uh backlash was pretty uh, depressing.
1: Yeah, no one deserves my praise. <laughs> Uh,
2: WWE signed Tony Storm. That's what I want to happen.
1: Actually, I read that they have. There's really? th-
3: there's some speculation. They don't know if it's just for the show, or if she's like on on, and she's no one's talking. Okay. they have that, they got that big UK show, and they signed her for that. But we're, no one's sure it was like a contract contract. Oh, okay. We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind her and Pete Dunne being on regular WWE programming yeah,
2: at he, all. Pete Dunne needs to be on regular WWE. The United States, the United Kingdom belt needs to be not an NXT belt. It needs to be a regular belt.
3: Put him well, on. Well, they, they need to just get it together, what they're going to do in the UK. It's been like, they've been waffling on it for like the last year and a half. Like, I think, I think it, they'd be well to put together. So, they need to get some German guys on it, blah, 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 cetera. I think they could... Easily put that together, but I guess not because they haven't.
1: Well, we'll find out. Yeah,
3: I'll give a shout out to Seth Rollins and The Miz. You know, carrying, showing once again that the IC title belt on a pay per view will put together a good match. So, shout out to them. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, It's been a pretty down week in wrestling as far as uh, WWE is going. Gotta check out that new Japan stuff. We'll give y'all a talk about that next time. I'm gonna go watch hockey. All right guys. Heels out. Heels out. Later people.